self-development with tactics. So, this might be the earliest recording I have ever, well, probably not, it is 6.44am and I'm a fucking dumbass. You know, maybe you can hear uh, in my voice that it is a little bit fucked and yeah, it clearly is. I went to bed at uh, probably uh, half past 12, I think it is am then, isn't it, or pm? In the night, you know, midnight. 12 midnight. And now, uh, well, I've actually woken up around 6. Huh? Well, let's actually say 6.30, you know, for calculating purposes, you know, that things are easier. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't think that I need to say more. It is such a dumb thing, but I don't know why. Like, my body is really used to getting up around that time quite, you know, which is, by the way, also one of the reasons why I normally get to sleep very, very, very early, because I fucking know that, you know, but but on the weekends, I feel like, well, you know, I, I do want to get more out of it, especially when it is like today, you know, I have to work today on Sunday, having the fucking night shift, which is also um, bothering me a bit, because, you know, it is stealing, essentially my free time but yeah it is what it is one can't do anything about it so one has to live with it you know but we're gonna go through some reddit things some reddit questions and some reddit posts the thing by the way is also i mean sleep is crucial for building muscle and staying in shape and so on and so forth you know and on the weekends, I really do work out a lot because I like it, because I enjoy it, because it is something that I want to do. On the other hand, which is then, by the way, or uh, sensically inhibiting my ability to build muscle then, you know. And I'm also hungrier, or one is hungrier by sleeping less. You know, there is, I think even studies shown that, probably. But on the other hand, it is pretty amazing that I'm up so early because now I'm able to do way, way, way more. You know, I'm, I'm having, you know, quite a few hours more now, you know, two, essentially, or one and a half, which is actually um, quite good. I mean, now I'm going to record, then I'm going to do the other stuff and so on and so forth. Like everything also has good sides. This is the point maybe of my speech. Never visited or called my grandpa over the last year. Now he is dead. Please don't make the same mistake. I've heard that before in some kind of way. I would actually say that this is quite common. But it is a fucked up position and a fucked up place to be in. That's for sure. Hi everyone. I'm not a native speaker so sorry for any spelling slash grammar mistakes. Yeah, thanks for pointing out, but, you know, one does not have to. My grandpa died on Tuesday. He was already pretty old, 93. But it was still kind of unexpected for all of us. I loved him so much. 
But why didn't you call him then if you loved him so much? Anyway, last Sunday I talked to him on the phone and he said that I've never called him. He also asked me if he made a mistake and wanted to know why I never called or visited him during the last year. I wanted to visit him, but because of the pandemic, I wanted to wait till he is vaccinated. Uh, that's what I also told him on the phone. I never came to my mind that we will never see each other again. But he was right. I never called him. Just once for Christmas and last Sunday, the pandemic started. So, what? The pandemic started, I think. Since the... Oh, I'm sorry. Since the pandemic started. I told him that we will see each other soon, so there is no need for speaking on the phone. I also didn't say sorry or that I love him, just that we see each other soon. I always hear him say, you didn't call me in my hat. I'm so sorry, and I feel so guilty. There is nothing I can do to change what I've done. I can never talk to him again. There is no excuse for my behavior. I recently got into stoicism and know that I should focus on what I can control and try to learn from my experience. I can't change what ha I can't change what happened. I can only change what is happening now. And you can also change the opinion that you're having, the attitudes that you're having towards things, and so on and so forth. Like there's actually quite a bunch of things that one is in control of. So I will try to focus on not making the same mistake. But I feel so guilty. I just wanted to tell everybody to think about Memento Mori again and to use your time wisely that you have with your family. Don't make the same mistake. Call your family now, tell them that you love them now. Don't say that you will do it soon, because that could be too late. Um, I, and I don't want to be like, oh, I'm so amazing and I'm so great and whatnot, but I've, and now it is raining, I don't know if you can hear that, it's actually quite relaxing. I like that. Um, there's actually some... I, I in my life have been trying to inject, well, is it the right word? I don't know. Um, to, to make sure that I'm praising other people. And with that, something comes that, that is like, well, um, saying nice things to people. And then saying how I'm feeling towards them. I do that relatively quickly. Not necessarily uh, necessarily when it comes to um, love relationships. You know, romantic ones. But when it is about friends, I you know, quite often tell them that I really appreciate them. And I appreciate them for who they are, for what they do, and so on and so forth. Like, it is a really important thing for me. It really is important and it also feels great i mean it feels great to say something nice to other people and it is not necessarily something that a lot of people do especially when it is about praising nobody's praising anybody which is fucking sad and which is um yeah which is a pity to be honest you know so please praise people when they're doing something right fucking tell them we only tell people when they did something wrong and did something bad and that pisses me off you know, this shouldn't be the case. This shouldn't be done. So yeah, praise people and make a habit out of that. Anyway, something that I also wanted to say. Yeah, living in the past. I do believe, you know, the Stoics are very about the present, you know. And, and also what the author of this post said, or the Reddit out there, that's... Um, 
you know, one can only change and alter and do something about what is happening now in the present. And so it is with, you know, things in the past. You know, you can't change them anyway. You know, you're only injecting. There's actually another word, but I <laughs> I don't remember it. Anyway, um, it's not making it better for you if you feel guilty or if you feel like, wow, you know, I should have done that. You know, I'm, I'm such a bad person. It's, it's not making things better. It really is not, you know. Something that you could be doing for then feeling better is maybe helping with the funeral and helping your loved ones and making sure that you are there for your loved ones. You know, maybe there is some closer friends or close, closer family members um, of your grandpa. You know, take fucking care of them. This is one of the things you could be doing to, um, well, indirectly help your grandpa, of course, you know, because there must be some people that. You know, your grandpa really liked, you know, and, and really loved. Besides you, apparently, you know. But on the other hand, I do have to say that when somebody sa- says, you didn't call me, you know, being so direct, which is not not often, you know, not a lot of people are like that, then um, of course it feels bad. Of course it feels fucked up, you know, it, it, Clearly is something. Um, So yeah, you know. Let's see what the comments are saying. You know, what they're talking about. It's not too late to speak to your grandpa. Go someplace peaceful and do just that. Speak out loud everything you might imagine yourself wanting to speak about. Get it off your chest. It will connect you to him and can transform your perception of guilt. I second this. Or writing a letter that can help focus the words and the intent. Yeah, that's for sure. You sound very upset and you needn't be. Stoicism teaches us to be rational with our flawed selves. We make mistakes and that is what we do, which is our nature. Some of us will make a lot of mistakes, so don't beat yourself too much about it. In hindsight, everything is obvious, says a rational mind would dedicate. Instead of making yourself suffer from guilt, learn as much as possible from this experience. Never set ridiculously high standards for yourself. That would just be irrational for an aspiring stoic. Yeah, this is also one of the one of the key things that I've found out to... To, to love about stoicism, that it is so human or humane or whatever, that it, you know, focuses on, that it really does focus on, okay, we are humans and it is fine to make mistakes and it is fine to be human because this is our nature. And it is, well, basically also something that we should be doing, you know, because we should live according to nature. Which I think finally makes sense to me now. You know, living according to our nature. Even though I would also say that our nature is seeking psychedelic experiences. And I wouldn't necessarily say that this is very stoic, isn't it? Well, maybe it is. I don't know. It would actually be an interesting topic. Like psychedelics and drugs and stoicism. You know, it always depends on the intent, I guess. I mean, is it as you, if it is used for psychotherapy, then well, yeah probably is fine but if it is for you know for pleasure then um, it clearly is not 
It's also a good moment for him to feel all his emotions, be it guilt or sorrow. Letting it all flow would provide a good avenue for us to deal with our emotions better. Him feeling guilt, not to the point of beating himself up too much for it, will pave the way for a new beginning on a new perspective. Dealing with guilt and sorrow now in temporary position will set off to be better ones. By the way, um, and I'm trying to recall the quote exactly, one that is about to go through the storm is always going to be a different person than a person that went through the storm and now is out of it, you know, so to speak. And I've also experienced that. You know, I, I had to go through a lot of hardship, something that I, and now the word is actually again, you know, I, I would need it. Um, it was my fault, basically. To some degree, um, it, it most often actually has something to do with love, you know, and love relationships and potential ones that I thought are potential, but other people didn't think they are potential, you know. You now clearly know what I'm just referring to. And um, so it is... It is very important to know that no matter what is happening or what is about to happen or what is going to happen, it's, it's, you know, first of all, it's going to be fine. And second of all, you can utilize that. You're going to be a different person. You're going to be a better person because you've experienced something. And guess what? You may be, you know, the, the chance that you're, you're going to make the same mistake. You know, I've, I think to some degree I've done it over and over again, you know, being, being me just, you know, my nature. It's actually also, like in Stoicism, um, subjective nature <clears throat> or personal nature. Well, <clears throat> I'm sorry, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, it is good to go through storms. There's actually a really nice motivation to speak. I think it is called Sink or Swim by somebody. And he's talking about the exact same thing. And the funny thing is... Um, he also had to deal with a romantic relationship. And I think either she cheated or, or they broke up or something happened. I don't remember exactly. But some of the words still, due to me listening to it when I really felt bad, you know, they, they still echo in my head. You know, and, and I know what, what it sounds like. I know what he sounds like. But, um, and by the way, motivational speech has really, really helped me and really paved the path for me to feel better and, and for me to actually start things. I would actually say that I've started a podcast and quite a lot of other things, you know, maybe even working out because of that. And it's been part of my life for really a long time, especially working out. I mean, I've been working out, I think, for four years now regularly or on a regular basis it is part of my life so go through the storm i don't don't necessarily even though there's also something that people talk about but but i don't know if it is smart to to create a storm you know to uh, intentionally go through a storm you know if you could actually not do that 
I wouldn't necessarily say so. I wouldn't necessarily say that making your life harder than it should be or, or has to be that this makes sense and this is smart. But yeah. Thank you for your attention. I hope you're the best. Please stay safe and healthy. Try to, you know, keep a safe distance from other people. Make sure that you are, um, you know, not, not in groups and that you fucking wear your fucking mask. Yeah, it really helps. Guess what? You know, your FFP2 mask, uh, maybe also FFP3 with uh, some, some, some breathing. I don't know what it's called. But, but sometimes they are broken, so stick to a fucking FFP2 mask would actually be the best. Um, I had to wear both while working as a um, paramedic. And yeah, please wear your mask, please keep a distance, and please, 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 please um, stick to the laws that your country is giving you, giving everybody. To 80%, I would say. No, most often when you do not obey the rules, um, it's going to backfire anyways. And then it's, it's, it's your fault anyway. So, so in the end, uh, yeah, yeah. Obey the laws. Going to see you next time. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.